pretty sure I failed my uni exam today because the no. tray table that comes <laughs> around, I couldn't get it all the way in. So all my papers kept falling on the floor. And I, I just wondered if I was alone in this experience and if I was the only person that was too big for something. AJ in West End, good afternoon. How you going, guys? What were you too big for? Well, we did a bit of a team bonding session there up at uh, Morningside at the virtual reality car racing. Um, no questions were asked about the size of your backside to fit in the seat. I oh. went to jump it there and pretty well wedged myself in the seat, struggled to get out, fought, fought with myself to get out of there, sat on the edge of the seat, just had to give it up as a lost cause. And uh, I, I went and challenged the blokes and says, look, um, you sort of discriminated against fat people. Not that I was fat. And he says, you're a bit of bad luck for you today because we don't do refunds. And oh. after a bit of uh, negotiation, he, they, they paid the $80. Yeah. Back give, me free, give me a couple of free beers. But to this day, I, my workmates are still giving me a hard time about it. You got stuck in the seat. First bloke to ever get stuck in virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chopper from Logan. Hello, mate. How are you? Oh, good, mate. How are you? All right. Hey, guys. How are you? We're good, good thanks. Yeah, what were you too big for, brother? I uh, went to uh, ride at Dreamworld, the Madagascar area. Yeah. And it was one of those. <laughs> it was when I was a big. I was like 125 kilos, wrong with and that. I, I had a, I had two girls trying to clip me into the ride. <laughs> at, and they turned around and said, "I'm sorry, mate, but you have to get off the ride." Oh, <laughs> Madagascar. Uh, and then I got off the ride, and my mates were sitting there waiting for me to like get off the ride. Then they walked out and said, "What happened, mate?" I went, "Yeah, I was too big for the ride." And they just all laughed. They just all cracked up laughing. I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, <laughs> I can just see the Madagascar. You, you got I two girls the sitting Madagascar there. ride. I can't believe it. Uh, they, I had two girls like with their knees on, trying to clip me in, and they couldn't do it. <laughs> Oh, on you, Mate, thank you for sharing that with us. Chris <laughs> and Moray Field, what were you too big for? Um, I'm too big to fit in manholes. Oh. Right. You're a tradie. I'm an, I'm an asbestos removalist, and quite commonly you're required to get in the ceiling. I have to palm it off to my work, mate, and I get crap every day for it. Tell me you've been stuck in a manhole oh, at some point. No. Tell me I've had I've had one arm up, one arm down, and can't get my shoulders past the hole. <laughs> oh, that is so traumatic. Oh. Chris, thank you. Find a new job, Chris. Seriously, you should be putting yourself through that kind of oh, stuff. Mate, nearly nearly ten years doing it. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Need to cut a bigger manhole. Cameron in Brackenridge, what are you too big for? Good afternoon, Liesl. Uh, my wife uh, very lovingly bought me for my 40th birthday a skydive. Now, oh, I'm yeah. quite a tall guy. I'm yeah. six foot three, yeah. and I weigh about 120 kilos. So yeah. anyway, I turn up on the day with my father-in-law, who was joining me on the skydive, yeah. and they've got a set of scales there, oh. and they get, get you to jump on the scales. So sure enough, I jump on the scales, and they've gone, sorry, mate, we can't take you up. And I'm like... You're kidding me. This is my 40th birthday present. It's seriously telling me that I can't, I can't do the skydive. And they said, no, unfortunately not. So my father-in-law went and did the skydive bloody without me. No. I'm so serious. what was the legal weight? What was the weight to skydive? I don't even know. I didn't even know there was a legal weight. Yeah, from, from memory, mate, I think it was 110 kilos. Yeah, I, think it was like I, only just, I only just missed, right? Mm. 
But but how's this for irony as well? Your producer asked me to pull over so I could talk to you guys, yeah. and I've pulled over directly out front of a personal training <laughs> studio. <laughs> Cam, it's open the sign. car door. It's a sign, mate. It's a sign. Inside. But he's tall, too. So you know what? Oh, Thank we, you, Cam. We've had a couple of chopper rides in the past, you know, where you had to go on chopper rides, Am oh, and I, yeah. and they, they get you on the way. And I just say, it's a collective weight. And thank God, like my wife's, you can blow her over in the breeze. She's like 58 <laughs> kilos because we average out all right. It's a nightmare oh. for the pilot, though. He has to balance you. He's yeah. like, you go on that side, no, goes, and we'll put Am's everything else the front. on that side. Am's always up the front, and I'm directly behind the pilot. All the bags go. <laughs> on the other side. Mick and Kippering, what were you too big for? Uh, we went on an elephant ride in Thailand about four years ago and we'll no. keep it for that. <laughs> that. It was cruel to the elephant. No, stop well, it. Apparently so, yeah. Mick, oh, they did it. not kick you off an elephant. Oh, they wanted them let us on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They looked at us and thought, no worries, poor elephant. You've uh, gone to Thailand. <laughs> You went for an elephant ride and they wouldn't let you on the elephant. I feel so much better. Thank you, everyone. A collective healing session. Thank you. We're all in this together. I might go for a walk. Dr. Newton wanted to change her name to Dr. Sleeper because she was an anaesthetologist. So (laughs) that's a nice change when your job matches your name. Dobbo's got. Yeah, well, I'm going to I'm get, I'm going to talk about this. I'm getting the snip, and uh, the bloke who's a vasectomist, mm. his name is Doctor Dick. Lovely. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect choice. He could have called himself Richard, but I just think it goes yeah. with the. Well, that's yeah. his last name. Yeah, that's it. Ben from Labrador. Uh, does, does your, your job name, match, yeah, match does, your name? Does your job match your name, mate? Uh, not me, but two blokes I used to play footy with. Uh, one's name was Carpenter. Oh. Who's a carpenter? <laughs> and the other one was uh, Spark. His last name was Spark. Electrician. Hey, that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. Excellent. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Danny and Newbeef, does your name match your job? Yes. Uh, my kids see a lovely dentist and her name is Candy Chew. Oh, my no God. No <laughs> Dr. Chew. That's made up. No, no, Surely no, not. That's, is that dead to the name? Dead said her name. <laughs> Candy Chew, the dentist. I like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's perfect. Thanks, Danny. Carly <laughs> from Hope Island. Uh, what's your, uh, does your job match your name? No, it's not me. It's my dad had his foot amputated by a doctor named Dr. Butcher. Oh. Stop it. Actually, Stop that's, it. That's who's doing your vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg in Cleveland, does your name match your job? Uh, it's not me. It was a mate I went to school with. Um, his name's Paul Candy. Yeah. And same story. He, he became a dentist. Yes, <laughs> oh, my God. What is the candy? Yeah, Paul, Paul Candy. I thought, bloody hell, I wonder what he's going to end up doing. He's, yeah, he's a dentist. Thank you. Matt from Boondle. Does your job match uh, your name? It was what I used to do. Yeah. I was a landscaper. I used to mow lawns, and my name's Matthew Mullet. Oh, oh my you're God. kidding. <laughs> Matthew so, yeah, Mullet. They, um, that's great. That's what they used to get to me to do all the time now. <laughs> what, Matt, Just mow it, why mate. did you change <laughs> jobs? Oh, I've got a trade instead. Yeah. So now, now he's Matthew, so. fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to change his I name. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Steve and Burf and Gary, does your name match your job? 
Mine doesn't, but my brother-in-law does. Uh, his surname's Cook and he was a chef. <laughs> oh, I love that. This is great. I never actually really think a lot of people have this. And we've just been inundated. There's so many coming through. Glenn from Runaway Bay, uh, does your job match your name? No, it's not me, mate, but it's uh, my old dentist. His name was Dr. Payne. Yeah, and that, and oh. it dutifully fits. Yeah, you know, like um, I tell you, that, you change jobs. Yeah, you my would. husband Damo, his doctor's last name was Death, but he oh. went by oh. Death. Yeah. D-E-A-T-H, <laughs> Doctor Death. Yeah, he didn't want to frighten all the patients. Of course, it was differently. <laughs> hey, Neil from Roxburgh, how are you? Oh. Does your job match your name? Yes, it does. My uh, my surname is Ford, and I am a mechanic. Excellent. That this is, is great. so good. <laughs> I love this. Oh, nominative determinism runs so right. Good. Thank yeah. you, Liam. Microphone. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Not so smart, Grint. Yes. However you want to brand them. Sometimes people commit crimes and they do it in a very dumb fashion. Some people are really smart crims. Mm. Yeah. They do like heists, like bank heists yeah. and stuff and like yeah. artwork. Yeah. But we're not talking about them. Not so much in South East Queensland, it would appear. Well, we're trying not to. Uh, Lee from Robertson, good afternoon. Um, have you encountered a dumb criminal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I worked for a company a few years ago that always sold cars and stuff. And this guy decided to take a Commodore and... Um, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. He's driving around the streets of Redcliffe and got pulled up by the police. And the copper said, oh, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just heading home. And he goes, oh, you're road testing the car because he still had the for sale stuff and all the stuff in the car yard all on the windscreen. So, <laughs> so yeah, forgot, forgot to take that when he knocked it off. <laughs> uh, it probably has a and temporary that, plate too. Yeah, it's, it's, the thing with it was that um, the company that I worked for at the time, we didn't realise until about 11 o'clock when the police rang up and said, oh, we've got one of your cars stolen. We didn't even know it had been stolen out of the oh. yard. <laughs> oh, very I nice, do like mate. when it had the price all over yeah. the front. Brad from Yarra. $39,990. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a bargain. Brad from Yarra Bilba, do you know a dumb crim? Yeah, back in, uh, I'm pretty sure it was early 90s. Can't remember if it was Bogger Road or David Longland. Uh, yep. Had a neighbour who actually escaped prison with uh, one postcard bandit. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he um, he's escaped with a, got to know Brendan quite well in jail. He was a neighbour of mine and uh, he has escaped with Brendan and drove straight home and got arrested the next day. Oh, see? <laughs> see, he broke out and went straight home. Nah. But they'll he never did. go there. They'll never check where I live. Just sometimes you need a home cooked <laughs> meal. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like hide and seek and hiding under the couch. First place you look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matty from Palm Beach, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Maddie. Hi. How are you? You got a, you got a story? Yes, I do. Um, I know someone that was, well, they thought they, they were running from the police, but they turned out they weren't even following him. And then he jumped into the police headquarters on oh. trying to run away from them. <laughs> I'm here. Can we just step through this, please, Maddie? So first of all, this person thought they were being chased by the cops when they, in fact, were, weren't. Weren't. Uh, had they done yeah. something which would have justified being pursued? Um, oh, I don't. I'm on the phone to the radio. Now, so, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, well, I don't know, but they okay. just seen them in the area and, they, and panicked. they drove off. Oh yeah, they ran off. Sorry, and he jumped and then ran into, into the cop shop. Hmm. Yeah, did yeah, never find it. There. Did he get arrested? Um, well, he ended up getting done for trespassing. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> but wasn't being chased by them anyway. Thanks, Brent from Burley, do you know a dumb crim? Good afternoon, guys. I sure do. Uh-huh. Back in the uh, back in the early 90s, uh, me and a few mates went to a big uh, pub in Melbourne 
where we were living at the time, a massive car park, had a McDonald's in the corner of the main road in the car park itself. We came out at about 11pm and sort of go to the car and only to find that the car's not there. We're scratching our heads looking around and sure enough, there's the car going through the drive-through with the creams in it. <laughs> just, just getting a quick, just getting a quick happy meal. So... So we uh, we went full sprint and uh, and retrieved the car from them. <laughs> they steal the car, but we're hungry. We need to get something yeah, before we, we just go off. Like you could have gone to the drive-through like two suburbs <laughs> over, but no, no, the one closest. You oh, idiot. Well the, well, the upside is that the the engine was warm and the chips were hot as well. <laughs> 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 Last round, triple M.